This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? There's few things the Rush Hour enjoys more than a Sunday session. Wouldn't you love to just knock the top off one? And in this Sunday session, we pour out the gold from JB and Billy. You cannot turn your radio dial anywhere else. It's the Rush Hour Sunday session. I feel good! On Triple M. Fat, today we speak to a genuine footy icon. Jimmy boy, you talk to me every day. I knew you would say that. I'm talking about a genuine Footy icon. 600 plus goals, the luge. Brendan Favola. Plus, Topics Brownless is back, and this one is my best ever. And we chat to Melbourne United stars Ian Clark and Ariel Hook Porty yep. before they take on the Breakers this afternoon. I'm glad you did that line, Jim. <laughs> yes. But up next, Jimmy Boy, our office has been under attack, and I want to know who did it. JB and Billy are back soon. It's Triple M's Rush Hour Sunday session. There's plenty more Rush Hour on the Listener app. Download it now. L-I-S-T-N-R. I feel good. Triple M. Last night a crime was committed in the office. Oh, oh no. no, oh, no. So I'm, Lauren, I'm, I'm sitting at the, in the airlock where you guys are now. We're busy. Yeah, head of digital because I'm going to a dinner for uh, my youngest, uh, second youngest son's actually into school. So we're minding our own business. Yep. And then suddenly a couple of our staffers from the other side of the building Ooh. came in and said, have you seen anyone walking around? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's about 10 to 7. Yeah. I said, no, actually we haven't. We're just sitting here watching the NFL before I went to this thing at Crown. I said, Why? And they said, because someone has come in and graffitied the windows oh. at reception of our office. What, I, said, well, I said, what do you mean graffiti? Yes. They said, mate, they've got spray paint out and graffitied our windows. What have I they said, done? I said, with what? And they said, a cock and balls. Oh, oh Jim. A bill. I, I can't say it any other way. Oh, well, that's say, what they've done on our window. That's cock to me. No, no, no I wouldn't go a uh, cow and balls. Oh, Cohen balls. Yes. Right. So that's yeah. what they've they've oh. they've put that well, on our window with spray paint. Well, you were here in the building. Well, so they it's said the first time you haven't left at for at ten past six. Exactly. <laughs> first time you haven't left for, at ten forever. But you're in the building, and it happened while you were here, and it was tagged Riz. Riz. <laughs> Riz. Well, it wouldn't be me then, because I'm W Riz. Oh. <laughs> Wild Riz. But fat. There's no no one CCTV uh, vision, Rabs. We oh. had a look at that. There yeah. is, but it's a bit blurry. You can't really see the How's right. culprit. The What's perp. blurry? Well, well, the vision's blurry. How? I I don't know. The person, a person's attached to well, a was... breakfast on our sister station. Mm. Mm. Uh, two day Fox. What are we calling it these Fox? days? Rabs? Fox FM. Fox. Yeah, two Fox day FM. Sydney. Just down All right, road, Jim Fox. <laughs> All right, Nick. So Nick Cody is a very good man. Yes, and he's part of that show. Had his own thoughts on who it might be. Could it be the people over at another radio station? Oh, you think this is like an attack? Yeah. An, a radio yeah. war attack. Why is our boss, Mad Mando, laughing hysterically? Did she do it? Did you, did, do you know what I happened? absolutely did not do it, P.S. Do you think it's Billy Brownless? Oh. Why would Billy do that? Oh, yeah. We're mates. Billy, Billy that, the drawing's too good. <laughs> <laughs> Billy wouldn't be able to do that. Well, that's so Bill, the Louche. That's that, Fev who reckons. The Louche. And Fee Fee, as she there, said. We yes, are and Amanda Lee as well. I helped them do the bloody World Guinness Book of Records. Mm. 
No, I wouldn't do it. All roads week. lead to you because it's your sort of humour. Yes, it is. And and the drawing wasn't great. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> so was it you? I used to do that in when I was doodling, funny enough, uh, at school. I'd do stuff like that, Jim. But no, it was not me. It wouldn't have been anyone in the building that works here. That's just... Well, you wouldn't have thought. Grow up. (laughs) Just stupid (laughs) stuff. Fair income. I reckon it's someone that's just coming quickly, bang, and out. So, but surely we'll find out with the camera, Jim. But it's just interesting. The first time ever in 10 years you've been here late and that's happened. I know. Yeah. And I'm sitting with our man Beersy watching the Jets. I don't know who they were playing against. (laughs) It's doing that. (laughs) Yeah, they were. Jasper still here? Oh, there it was. Uh, he might have ducked out to get the some paint. Oh, yes. Oh, I could have been. Pull now we'll see. We. Bad. I, I, I want to get uh, Whitney, our uh, producer, to get that CCTV vision yes. and find out who it was. Because we'll, we'll be able to tell by their body language, by mm-hmm. their body shape. Yes. We'll be able to tell. Doesn't matter how blurry it is. I reckon you can no. tell if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the Fox people, it wasn't me. No, yes. no. Righto. And if you know who drew a dick and balls in our window, yes. contact Crime Stoppers, please. Exactly. That's where you get to the bottom of and it. And grow up. <laughs> grow up. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. And I'll tell you what, there's an academic in women's sports. Oh, my God. <laughs> United have made a tremendous start to the season. And our next guests are getting the job done in the paint. Melbourne by four. Elliot Wade. Oh, in for the flush. And from downtown. Clark, he's feeling it right now. Ian Clark is feeling it right now. Ahead of United's clash with the breakers, the Savo, please welcome Ariel Hook Porty and Ian Clark. Ah, yes, they're in the studio, Jimmy Boy. You're down on the coast. I've got the boys here. Uh, Welcome, boys. How are we going? Good, I'm good. Appreciate, good, good. Uh, Appreciate you for having us. Ah, no worries. Uh, now, Clarky, another nice win. We were all there Sunday, mm-hmm. and you just came off and do your stuff, and uh, you played something like 370 NBA games. That's unbelievable. Are you enjoying Melbourne United? I, I am. I am. Um, been here about two months now, um, getting acquainted with everybody, obviously <laughs> in the organization, and getting to know my teammates. Obviously, being out on the floor has been fun. Um, so getting used to the weather. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Because yeah. well, you're that. up in Sydney too. You played up there, didn't you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The weather a bit better there. So it's been it's been a little rocky, but everybody tells me it's going to get better. I hear the four seasons in one day, Melbourne, yeah. Melbourne That's lingo. So um, it's been a nice day today. So hopefully it can stay that way. Ariel, how are you going, mate? Do you enjoying Melbourne? No, I'm I'm enjoying Melbourne. I mean, I've been here since two and a half years now. Um, the weather's still up and down and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you got <laughs> You got rain, and then an hour later, you get the sun coming yeah. out, and then an hour later, it's dark. And then, <laughs> um, but no, I'll be enjoying it. I'll be enjoying it. Ariel, did you see on the weekend your game? Well, last week, the the Reebok influencer seats. <laughs> there was a beautiful girl and yes. four idiots. Yes, <laughs> or three. Do you remember that? No, I don't no. remember that. I don't, I don't really, I don't really look at the fans when I play. I'm more focused on the game. Um, Oh, yeah, good. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ari, you're all from Germany. Exactly. Yeah. And what's your town called? Um, Stuttgart, but I live in Frankfurt at the moment. Oh, right. Mm. right. Uh, son, or something here. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> oh, no, this is where I was born. Yeah. So I was born over there, so like near Berlin, um, a little town. Um, and then we just moved a lot. As a, as a kid, we just moved a lot across <laughs> Germany, across France. So, yeah. Any beer halls there? 
Mm. <laughs> you know how you know how it is. <laughs> you know how it is in Germany. You know we got the Oktoberfest coming up too. Ooh. So, Bloody <laughs> Fenster, we do know how you know, it is. I need, I need a ticket back home. Now, Jim, we got some Aussie slang here. Some words. All right, go on. We'll yes, see. Yeah. We'll see if the boys from Memphis and from Germany know Stuttgart. their Stuttgart <clears throat> know their Aussie slang. Righto. I'm going down to have a cold one. That's a beer, I'm assuming. Yes, okay. Clarky. Okay. Clarky okay. One, okay. One. okay. Good work, Clarky. Okay. Oh, so we, we're going against each other. We're not yeah, working. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Going to have a Barbie this weekend. Barbecue. barbecue. Oh, Ooh. give it to oh. Ariel. They're all over it, Bill. They are. Jeez, this is good. I know that one. You got Buckley's chance. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Drawing a blank. Uh, no chance. Little chance. No, no. no chance. Buck- Buckley's. Buckley's. Buckley's chance. What's that mean? You got no chance. Uh, you got no chance. Yeah, <laughs> like um, bullets were never going to beat you. They were Buckley's chance to beat uh, you guys. Yeah. They had no chance. Who's Buckley? Uh, <laughs> Jeff Buckley. <laughs> of the What's that? <laughs> Don't ask those bloody what? questions. <laughs> what about if you're cactus? What are you? A what? Steel. Uh, a what? I'm, a, I'm cactus. I'm cactus. Yeah. I'm cactus. I've had a big. Um, I've had a big couple of days, and I'm maybe, cactus. Maybe like lazy, lazy, lazy. Uh, well. Tired. Not lazy, nearly. Tired, tired uh, lazy. Bro- like. Dead or broken or mm. stuffed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not bad. But what about me, Cobber? G'day, Cobber. How oh, are you? No, Pearl. These are too hard nah. now. Shut nah, up. They <laughs> reckon they're Aussies, all right then? <laughs> oh. What a- me dead. No. <laughs> oh, damn. No. It's like, it's like, it's not like, it's not like, like, uh, like shit. Yeah, there you go. He that surprises me. Couple more. Going for a durry. Oh, going off for a, a smoke? Yes. Yeah. There oh, we go. Okay, that's good. Right there. And... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, going to the dunny. I don't know. Y'all shorten every oh, word. Oh, here, so. uh, to the bathroom? Yes, there we go. Okay. You're our winner. Well done. Yeah, good job. Uh, we'll find you fun. something, uh, big <laughs> price back. Hey, boys, great having you in here. Thanks well done, for boys. Melbourne United on Sunday. We love being there. Mm. All the best. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, you guys. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bill's been out of the studio till about the last eight seconds. <laughs> yes. And everyone through the glass was getting worried about it. Yeah. And I said, don't. <laughs> We're on track for a much better show. Time to connect with the uh, with the locals out there, the Rush the Hour family. Yes, <laughs> one triple three five three, Jim. Because I was reminiscing the other day mm-hmm. about Grandma, and she used to make the best pancakes ever, Jim. I don't know. Yes, she had a secret ingredient. She what was put, it? Well, I don't know. She never used to tell me, and I was only young, so I didn't really give her stuff. But I, they <laughs> taste good. And dare I say it, my love for curried sausages came from her too because she would put something in the curried sausages. So I like this secret ingredients Mm. that you put into your dish or your casserole or your pudding or whatever it is. Yes. One, triple, three, five, three in a minute. But so I was reading something about Coca-Cola. Only two employees know the formula of Coca-Cola, Jim. Only two in the world. Only two. And they're not allowed to travel together in case... You know, they both die. Oh, right, Bill. The plane goes down or something. So they're not allowed to travel together. (laughs) One's got to be on one flight and one's got to be on the other. So that is interesting. So what's your secret ingredient? Because you think you're a chef. 
No, I am a chef, and no, I'm very, very good, very good. Uh, but bolognese is my number one oh, for the yes. kids. Yes. So I got, I've, I've got craft and range. Oh, I have a list. Yeah, beyond that, Rabs, don't look at me like everyone can do a bolognese because yes. I know that. But when I'm cooking for the kids, yes, I head down the bolognese path, mm-hmm. and every now and then I'll, I'll put some celery in there, or I'll put some carrot in there, oh, or oh. chop some bacon and put it in there. Oh, nice. But my, my secret ingredient, yes, a little bit of milk. Milk. Mm. A little bit of milk. Wow. Because I was told that it adds to the rich flavour, but apparently it also cuts through the acidity of the tomatoes that I put in. Right. So Who told you I, that? Yeah. Oh, well, I got, I got tipped off, right. and I thought, well, I'll quietly have a look at it. And? Because uh, the kids get very filthy if I fiddle with their recipe because yes, it's so good. Yeah. It's just such a banker. Shut up. <laughs> Rabbits, it's <And>, bankable. <laughs> so how does it go with the milk? And good. Ooh. And it also gives it a bit of a, a smoothness. Oh, right. So try that in your uh, bolognese Next sauce. Next time I on. make spaghetti bolognese or whatever it is. So, <laughs> yes. one, right, two, three, hence, three, five, but... three. Hence. Hence! What secret ingredient do you use in your stuff? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. In your, in your stuff. What secret ingredient do you use? Just stop there, fat. Uh, we go to yes. Maddie, who's in Doreen. Hello, Maddie. Hi, boys. Good. What's your secret ingredient, Matthew? Vegemite in your spag bowl. Vegemite? Yeah, Vegemite in your spag bowl or your meat pie sauce. Why are you doing that? Flavour. Puts a bit of salt in it. Yes, that would be true. Yeah, it'd be all right. I'm going to try it. You all should right. try it, Jim. I will yeah. try it. I'll give that a crack. Well done, Maddie. Monique's there. Hello, Monique. How are we going, guys? Well, I'm on. We're lovely. What's your secret ingredient? My secret ingredient is chicken stock powder in your scrambled eggs. Ooh. How do you do that? Just throw it in when you're doing the eggs. Yeah, when you're beating them up um, and you normally put in your salt and pepper, you just chuck in your chicken stock. Righto. Righto. Hmm, might try well, that. Like the, these are gems, Fat. The people are writing these down as we're going through. Well, I am. Absolutely. Lukey's in Glen Iris. Hello, Lucas. G'day, guys. How you doing? Good, Lucas. What do you got for us? Mate, I'm a big fan of the curried sausage as well, Billy. Good. Oh, and the uh, secret ingredient for me is some cubed... Uh, Granny Smith apple and some sultanas. It oh. makes it sing. Makes it sing. Oh, Granny delicious. Smith apple and sultanas, Jim. So Sharon's there. G'day, Shaz. Hey, Shaz. Hey, how are you? Good. What do you got for us? Well, I've got a little bottle. It's called Maggi Original Seasoning, mm-hmm. and it goes in absolutely everything. You can put it in curries, sausages, Ooh. rice, soups. Wow. It doesn't matter. Wow. It just adds a bit like a Worcestershire sauce. I don't know whether you've heard oh, of it. Hang on, hang on, Bill. Which one? <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. hard to say, Sharon. Well done. It is. Worcestershire. No, you, I can't even say it. No. Thanks. <laughs> Come on, Sharon. Say you it. Bugged me. Come on. <laughs> Worcestershire. That's oh, it. Well done. There we go. It's, it's Maggie seasoning sauce. Maggie. Stay there, Shaz. Yeah. So we got Shannon in Cranbourne. Hello, Shannon. Yeah, how you going? What do you got for us? Uh, so back to when you were talking about the best pancakes oh, you've ever had. Yep. Grated Granny Smith apple. Grated apple. What, within the mixture? Yep, within the mixture, and you cook it yeah. in a shallow olive oil. Well, there you go. Ooh, I don't know if well, Grandma used to do They are crispy and soft. 
You'll never go back to anything else. Being soft. <laughs> See, Jim, people oh, love like, pancakes. I make a, actually, I make a beautiful oh, pancake, but I tend to go pretty standard. Yeah. I don't I don't grate Granny Smith apple. Well, you should. Kids well, would love I'm it. I'm going to from now on. And Clayton's there. G'day, Clayton. Afternoon, gents. Secret ingredient, bottle of red wine. Everything else tastes good after that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. That's the creativity. Sound. Oh, no. The secret, secret sound, sound and then the sound was a fart. <laughs> the man who played 204 AFL games and kicked 623 goals, two Coleman medals, three-time All-Australian, Brandon Favola. Oh, get him out, bring him together. Favola. How are we, boys? Favola. Genuine local legend. Jim. Legend. Because guess what? He went to the preschool. preschool. No, see, I tell you, how do you deal with him? No, he gets everything wrong. Everything Primary school. Wrong. No. High school. I, I, believe it or not, I made it to high school. No, you didn't. Uh, no, I went down. And I was at a primary school in Narry Warren uh, yeah. Station, which is no longer there. Um, and my old footy ground, the Narry Warren footy ground, is no longer there. It's all uh, industrial Houses. now. Yeah. And then played at Berwick, played a couple of games at Beaky. But I went to St. Francis Xavier in uh, Year 7 because I was a shit of a kid. And <laughs> yes. mum didn't want me to send me to another school, so she thought she'd send me to a Catholic school. I wasn't Catholic, yep. um, which, which is not a bad school over there. Yeah. And I was an altar boy at one, one, one stage, and Ooh. you're not allowed to be an altar boy if you're not Catholic. Mm. And I was standing up there giving the bread and the wine oh, to the priest. <laughs> and, and having a bit of it yourself. Uh, pretty much like Bill does radio, I stuffed it. Yep. And got in trouble, got suspended, and on my way out, I kicked a footy through the 100-year-old church window. Oh, um, and they expelled me, so I ended up going to Fountain Gate High. And, uh, <laughs> that was my St. Francis Xavier days. And you had to wear a tie and all that crap. So and from there, Dandenong Stingrays, the Stingrays and then yes. the Blues. And then the Blues. Dan, uh, drafted from the Dandenong Stingrays and then off to the Blues. So... Um, I did play one game of footy for Beaky uh, Seniors. I was 15. Mm. Um, and we played on the Sunday for Vic Metro uh, under 16s versus Vic Country at Wit yep. Noble. And uh, I wanted to play for Beaky. Uh, all my mates played for Beaky. Um, Jeff Ablett was the coach. Yes. Uh, Michael Tuck was our runner. And there were a few <laughs> of the old Ablett boys running around. And um, it was on a Queen's birthday Monday. Ooh. And we got on the piss on the Sunday night yeah. and had a few. And, You're um, 15, Brendan. Yeah, mate, we're from, we're from here. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's what we do. Look at, well, why are these people at work? It's what we do. We, we, we love to have a beer. Yes. And I rocked up on the Monday and said, I'm playing. I think I kicked six in the first half, playing Ooh. on Jeff Hogg. Did you? Uh, took him to the took cleaners? Took him to the cleaners and they tried to whack me, so they put me on the bench. And they gave me 120 bucks for being best on ground. Oh. I thought, shit, how good is this? <laughs> so I quit the sting race and said, Mum, I'm done. I'm going to play Beaky and yeah. earn some money. She said, no, son, I think you'd be okay. Yes. So I'm glad she made me not quit. What number did you get taken to go to the Blues? Uh, I got taken 38, but it was a different draft back then. I was uh, 17, so right. they don't draft 17-year-olds now. And it was only 16, 17-year-olds allowed to be drafted in that year. Dad Settler went pick one to the to the Lions. That's right. Yeah. And Justin Longview was picked two, and now he's the coach. And yep. Geelong were going to take me with their first pick oh. um, in the top ten. And um, they enrolled me in a school because I was still in high school at the what time. School? I was in year 11. Don't I think, tell me Geelong College well, they, they or grammar. Put me in, they couldn't put me in grammar because I wouldn't be able to play footy on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so it was down at Grovedale or Grovedale High or Grovedale Ooh. somewhere. Perfect. Anyway, they picked up Peter Street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a disaster oh, he was. Um, what the hell? <laughs> Oh, Big Ruckman. And he couldn't even do me shoelaces up, let's be honest. <laughs> and uh, they, they, he, they picked him up for the pick they were supposed to pick me. And I was the only kid sitting at the draft. There's only 10 blokes. I'm sitting there going, geez, I'm not going to get drafted. But I would have gone number one next year in the under-18 one, um, which would have been so better. So it would have been, been Gary Ablett Sr., 
and then all of this time, Crownless. and then and then Hawkins. So you would have slotted in the middle uh, there. Uh, Hawkins would have been in the pocket. Yeah. So yeah. But what I'm saying is, you would have been, would have been perfect in the middle yeah. because they had no one else. Yeah, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. Brownless. Oh, no, mate, you're not a, brownless. You're a handbag. Were you ever going to go to any other club? Yeah, other? I was. I, I, it brings back good memories of the draft, actually, because I, I I tried to leave a few times because, well, shit. Um, <laughs> right. We won a lot of wooden, wooden spoons. So yeah. I was going to go to Richmond at one stage and um, I got a contract. Greg Mills came to my house and I was living in Beaumont at the time. Yeah. Because I wanted to play with my best mate, Chrissy Newman, who's Chrissy obviously Newman. down this area. Who you grew up to We're, next door. Yeah, next door neighbour. And, and what's uh, his dad's name? No, his father-in-law. Father-in-law. Uh, Walter Polter. Walter Polter. Oh, yes. <laughs> his father-in-law. It is. How do you know Walter Polter? I mean, Nate Brown brings it Nate up. Brown. Oh, really? Yeah. Walter so Polter. He's, he's, yeah, he's married to a local girl down here. Um, and uh, Dennis Pagan, I said, I had to go tell Dennis Ooh. that um, I was leaving the Blues to go to the Tigers. And I gave him uh, the, the chat. And we all know what Dennis oh. Pagan's like. And... He said, mate, if I've got to put up with this shit for three more years, so do you. Um, so I stayed. And then we both got the lemonade and sass. Uh, but also, I nearly went to, July. I nearly went to, to Collingwood a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I, I also met, nearly went to um, another club on my wedding day, which was weird. I walked down the aisle thinking the I was going one. to one club. Mm -hmm. And then, because yes. the deadline was at two. Right. And I was married at two. Right. Ooh. And uh, I didn't get traded. So. Hey, put your head, football royalty. Yes. This is Brendan Kamala, local superstar. There's few things the rush hour enjoys more than a Sunday session. Wouldn't you love to just knock the top off one? And in this Sunday session, we pour out the gold from JB and Billy. You cannot turn your radio dial anywhere else. It's the rush hour Sunday session. I feel good on Triple M. Fat, you think you know everything there is to know about racing? Spot on, Jimmy boy. Old best odds brownless, they call me. I don't think anyone's ever called you. No. But anyway, soon... We're going to revisit a race in Echuca featuring one of your horses. Oh, down the outside, should have won. Wow, we unlucky, old Billy boy. Plus, we speak to comedy legend Will Anderson. Will with one L. And we listen to you roasting yourself with the idiot song. But next, the sport of squash. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Returning to oh, not Dick, no. sure. in 2028. Only one man we get on. Oh, no. And that's former world number one. Fatty. For a week and a half, Chris <laughs> Dittmar. JB and Billy are back soon. It's Triple M's Rush Hour Sunday session. There's plenty more Rush Hour on the Listener app. Download it now. L-I-S-T-N-R. I feel good. Squash is officially back in the Olympic Games LA 2028. We are joined by Australia's greatest ever squash player, Chris Dittmar. It's the most exciting news in squash since... Maybe ever, as it becomes an Olympic sport in 2028. And when it comes to squash, there's only one man we could possibly speak to. One more piece of magic. And that's it. Chris Dittmar's done it. Oh. Please welcome former squash world number one, Chris Dittmar. I think, oh. I'm wow. not sure, but oh, I don't. think... I think Jeff Hunt's just. Uh, I, don't know where, I don't know where Jeff is, but he's probably <laughs> thinking, uh, I might have had Dits as our greatest ever squash player. Yes. But 2028, the game is back at the highest level, so we had to yeah. go to our man fat and yeah. find out whether he's in the sort of nick that could see one of the great <laughs> oh, comebacks oh, of no. all time. <laughs> Dittmar! Hey. Do they still oh. use wooden rackets? Will I still be all right? Will I be all right or not? When's your last, my, when's your last my... game of squash? I've got my Volio C's. I've got everything ready. I've got, 
I've got the little white paintbrush out and I've painted them. We're ready to go. When was your last game of squash, Chris? Oh, about 15 kilograms ago. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I tell you, I, I had a look at the form, right, yeah. because obviously I'm a student of the game. You are, Jimmy. So yeah. I had a look at the form. I see old Ali Farag is the best in the world from uh, Egypt. Right. I see right. newer Al Shabini is also oh, from yeah. Egypt. So the Egyptians, well. got, the Egyptians have got a hold of our game. Yes. But I looked yeah. down the rankings. I had to keep looking and <laughs> keep looking keep and look, keep yeah. looking until I eventually came across Rexy Edrick. That's him. Who's a, 122 in the world. Oh. Uh, You're beating him now. Away. Hasn't it fallen away? It's terrible. It's terrible. No, listen. I know you're excited. I can. I can hear it in. I can sense it in your voice. Yeah. Both yes. Of you. I know the sense and the sincerity because yes. you both recognise that this is the toughest, most athletic uh, sport, and and it's a thinking man's game. It's an intellectual game as well, and it's about time that we were recognised. How do you think? What do you do out there? You just hit the oh, bloody ball. It's like it's like chess, Bill. It's a mixture between oh. boxing and chess and tennis and. All of it thrown together, and seriously, it's not for the faint-hearted. You know, you've got to have an intellect to know where to hit the ball and and really to to work your opponent out and ah. and to just decipher where you're going to hit the ball next. It's you know, you don't just hit it. It's not like not like brace you're walking out and I'll just nick one to the slips and walk off. Yeah, you you actually have to put a game plan together. Right. So who out of Jensha Khan or yeah. Jahangir Khan had a better intellect? Because they both had you. <laughs> yeah, they did actually. Well, all right. Well, I've got the World <laughs> Open Finals here that you yes. made, okay? Uh, yes, I well, want to know which who beat you, all right? Because you're yeah. runners-up. In 1983, yeah. who beat you there? Uh, I don't know. Oh, 87? <laughs> no, nah, not sure. 89? <laughs> Can't remember. 90? Oh, did, did I lose that one as well? In 92. <laughs> and I lost then as well. How many is that? That's five, you lie. I only, lost, you. only lost four grand finals. You've lost five world opens. Yeah. That's what you call a full house, isn't it? That's a full mitt. <laughs> so I, I know I know. Ditz, he had a glorious commentary career with the Seven yes. Network, including two yeah. gold medals in yeah. the taekwondo and also the beach volleyball, and both That's of them right. were outstanding commentary yeah. performances. But yeah. surely now with nine having the Olympics, you're yeah. going to jump across and head up the commentary for Squash 2028. Yep. Well, you can only hope. And I hope it, I hope it goes better than my last experience, JB, which right. you might remember we were, in, uh, we were in the UK for the Commonwealth Games. Yes. Um, and Squash got into the Commonwealth Games, and the head of... The head of Channel 7 Sport was a fellow that you and I worked with closely, Harold Anderson. Yes. And as you know, JB, when you, he was very serious, wasn't he? You had to get everything right. Yes. You had to know the pronunciations. You had to know the, everything about every sport, and he was really strict. And, Bill, the day before the game started, he called every commentator in, individually. And I, I had netball, and so we had our netball meeting, and this is what I expect. And when we yeah. throw to, you know, ad breaks, I want this, and this is how you, you know, introduce the team. It was really, you know, a lot of rules. Anyway, yeah. Then I was about to leave, and he said, oh, I see I've got you down for squashes. Well, that meeting's later on today. We might as well do it now. I said, oh, good. We'll get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. He said, look, he said, I'm sorry. It's a shit sport, but we had to get someone to do it. <laughs> I said, oh, I said, oh no, no worries. He said, are you across the rules? <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, I know the rules. He said, do you know, do you know the scoring, how they score? I said, yeah, I know how they score. Yeah. <laughs> And this is how the conversation's going. It's getting worse and worse. And, he's, and he said, yeah, look, I'm bloody sorry. He said, you'll have a few boring days out there. He said, well, I'm sorry. 
I've, I've got to get someone to do it, and your netball will be finished. I might as well send you out to do the squash. I said, yeah, no, good as gold. And it kept <laughs> going on and on. He kept saying, look, I'm really sorry. I said, you know, I said mate, I said, look, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but I'm, you know, world champion. I'm world number one. <laughs> you were. And there was, this, there was this great pause. He said, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, too. Yeah, sorry about that. And, yep. <laughs> mate, one of the all-time greats, this bloke. Yes. I absolutely love him. We Dominating love him. breakfast radio in Adelaide. Good to chat squash with you. Thanks for having me on. And we can, look, we can do, I know you want it, we can do a weekly squash segment if you like. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Don't, reckon. don't worry about it. We'll ring no, you. I'll, we'll I'll ring you. I'll manage you to ring your producer. We'll sort something out, all right? <laughs> piss off. <laughs> right, I see ya. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. So you're going to have to come up with something for tomorrow. My brain's cooked. (laughs) Hey, I've got a horse running the next in Atuka for the people here. And we're going to bet responsibly and all that. But it's it's race eight, the next in Atuka, number 11, Royal Invader. It's the favourite and it's on in four minutes, Jimmy boy. Fill the fridge? Uh, Not as good as fill the fridge. uh, Because when we used to win, we used to fill the fridge. Fill the fridge. So Royal Invader, let's have a look at it run around. Oh, they'll they'll come back pumped up after a nice win by the Invader. All right. Tell you what. (laughs) What just happened? A chuka all eyes in the pub were on the... uh, what, which race was it? Uh, the last, number the last, 11. The last of the Tuca, number 11, Royal Invader. Oh, it's home, Jim. So let's hear the final stages of the magnificent call from, <laughs> I think Matt Hill was up there. Have a listen. Matt Hill. <laughs> Come on, Bill, get your thing up. To the extreme outside, Raging Monkey, Brentland's Troop. Start running, you stupid horse. Kamchak headed by Glock. Here's Royal Invader right it's out beyond. Too much to do, Fat. Excessive gamble getting through. Here it Royal comes. Invader, though, Where do you collect? Where do you collect? It was home. And then I jumped on its I'm back. I was about to say, you bloody climbed on and it stopped. Oh, we've got to bet responsibly and not lose our houses out here. At, oh, there's, uh, a, there's a gentleman up the oh, back there. Look filthy. at him. He's, he's filthy right up. Oh, jeez. Sorry about that, but that's uh, racing and we oh, bet responsibly. Yeah, and that's racing. i got one for tomorrow. Have you? <laughs> no. Oh, hey, Disappointing. <laughs> Look at these boys. He's not happy, oh, Jim. Mission. Don't point them out, Jim. <laughs> oh, I love it. Pick Any it. news? Bill will, uh, whatever you've put on, Bill will uh, actually replace you. I'll, I'll buy you a beer, right? <laughs> hey, big crowd here. Have a look at this. Packed in the front bar outside. Well done to the local folk. It took you a while to get here, JB. Bill, oh, where were you coming from? Yeah. Uh, I'm in Port Ferry this morning. So how far is that from Melbourne? Well, it's 300 k's. From Melbourne? From, yeah, from the basically the Burnley Tunnel 300 case. Wow. So I get onto Google Maps because much as I love Beaconsfield and it's brilliant to be here, <laughs> this, is, this is my debut. Yep. I've never been to well, Beaconsfield been to officer, before. Officer. I got lost in Officer, yeah. but I've never been here. So I put Beaconsfield, I put the Pink Hill Hotel, yep. Google Maps, and it said 3 hours 40. 3 hours 40? Yep, from Port Ferry. So mm. I'm like, right, I'll just give myself a bit of extra. Yep. So 5 hours I allowed myself. Only just got here. It took you five hours. Five hours. How? I was talking to Fev, and he made a, a rare, very good suggestion a actually point. from Fevola. He said, "What you should have done is gone to the Queenscliff Ferry, oh, got thanks. across there, and, and come round the back. It would have been a much better bill." Why has it taken five? Which brain surgeon decided that a five-lane bridge, and I'm talking about the Westgate, Westgate. should then turn into two lanes getting to the tunnel? Uh. Stop for an hour. John Monash. 
<laughs> traffic, traffic party. Traffic party, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Dingbat, half-wit bloody logistics Engineer. people. Engineers. So anyway, I was stuck. Well, that uh, only took me 30 minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> From Jim. where? From where I live. What? Ernst Wanky Drive. Right, so, <laughs> so what you're saying is... The 28 minutes from the Burnley Tunnel to Berwick Mercedes oh. is actually exactly right. No, it's not, oh. Jim. I did have a look you at that. You said half an hour. <laughs> Jim, there is no way it's 28 minutes or well, whatever you is, say on that ad. beyond Berwick, is it not? It is. It is. Yeah, it's the next so suburb then. No, it's nowhere near it, Jim. You oh, know that. Really? It took you an hour and a half. No, it took me five hours. Anyway, I've been here. driving for five hours. But I'm very happy I'm here, by the way. Because guess what? If Fev said if you don't turn up, he's going to do the show. Oh, and he would have too. He would have stepped right in Favola. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. I went for a walk. Long, long walk. Did you? Yeah, I like it. One lap around the tent? Half. Half. I, I can't make a lap. <laughs> JB and Billy are still reeling from one of the all-time great roasts. Your year can be summed up with two words. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Something has happened to you. The lights went out in Brisbane <laughs> and a light went out inside you. This <laughs> is a man who went to the reunions of the 1992 and 94 losing grand finals. You went to the 1963 Geelong reunion. You weren't even born then. <laughs> He's back for more now. Please welcome Will Anderson. Oh, we were just saying before we got this interview ready, Willis, that that was the funniest shit that I've heard <laughs> for a very long time and I'm still loving it. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I was listening to that intro and I was having a laugh at my own material. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I actually have landed a couple there. That's, that's very nice. Uh, we all loved it. The feedback was unbelievable. I think you struck a chord because it was good to give it to Jim and Damo and Bernie and leave mm-hmm. me out of it. So well yeah, done well, there. Bill, you like lead with your own chin. You know what I love the <laughs> exactly. most is like we are. I'm sitting here in a place where I normally sit when I talk to you guys, yeah. and uh, Bill has asked. Uh, well, what he wanted to ask was where the uh, crocheted curtain that last time yeah. we did one of these, because Bill has this Forrest Gump-like ability to remember these random yeah. bits of bullshit. Yeah. And he he was obsessed with this like hanging crocheted curtain that was, was behind him. Yeah, and he said to me, where's your Croatian rug? <laughs> yeah. So that really That's helped. It's <laughs> so it. close. There's a reason why we refer to him from time to time as Wellcastle. <laughs> he, just, he just gets around the fishbowl enough times that stuff surprises him. Uh, tell us about Question Everything, please. Now, this is a show that is a comedy panel show that I do on the ABC, Bill. And the idea behind it basically is that we tell you the news behind the news. If you only read the headlines, yes. a lot of the time on this show, we have people coming up going, your researchers are amazing. Like, how did you know that thing about that story? And I said, well, here's how we do it. Mm. Uh, you know those big letters um, right up the top of the story? Well, under them, there's a series of smaller letters. <laughs> ah. And if you read those smaller letters, often what those smaller yeah. letters will tell you is that the big letters are full of shit. Oh. <laughs> like, often they'll be like, nah, the big letters don't know what they're talking about, mate. They will say anything to get you here. But it turns out it's actually the complete opposite of that because – we live in this world now where nothing, and you guys know this, the amount of clickbait, how nothing can yes. be reported as actually how it happened. Monday morning in this country, we saw that the great Ange Postacoglu has mm. been named Manager of the Month in the EPL for the second time. That's an historic achievement. That is world news. Yes. Aussie over there absolutely nailing it. The headline on that story was Ange does 
what no other man ever has. <laughs> that just feels a bit too much for that, I would have thought. He's not had a baby while walking on the sun, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so, so question everything. Assume nothing, Jim. That's what they're yeah. saying right. here. That's Ask what some it is. questions about it. Mm. Unpack it. That's what they're saying. So I read here, Prince William's X-rated mm. confession where he said his favourite emoji was an eggplant that he used to send out, which was quite interesting. True. So He what didn't it, actually say the eggplant. Though he said the aubergine, that's what yeah. he calls it. What's aubergine? Right. What is aubergine? Well, that, that's an egg. That'd be an egg <laughs> Just say that, old oh, oh, Willie. So, he just sends it home to Kate, does he? Yeah, are, you, are you getting the Wellcastle thing, Will? I don't know. Have you got a new comedy show coming out in 2024? Oh, oh yeah, I do. Thank you, thank you, Bill. Do you let it tell that. us or no? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to keep it a secret. That would be a terrible business model. <laughs> so it's, it's called Will Legitimate. It's my new show. Here's what the show's about. It's literally, so for my dad's birthday bill, my dad, dairy farmer from down in oh, country Victoria, and yeah, doesn't drink, like like lives on the road he was born on, married the first woman he ever kissed. Never go on holidays. Never goes on holidays, yeah. just loves being a farmer, loves being in the country, notoriously so hard to buy a present for, right? Yes. Like, and so for his 80th birthday, we decided, our great mate Mark Howard, that you all know, yep. of course, Howie, yes. he has Howie, his great yep. podcast, The Howie Games. Yep. So for my dad's 80th birthday, we brought him down to the Melbourne studios there <laughs> and we got him in the studio and Howie did an episode of The Howie Games with my dad about oh. his entire life and talked to him about everything. It was amazing. But the thing is, Bill that all us kids had to put in a question, you know, that yes, we wanted yeah, Howie yeah. to ask our dad. Good. And my sister's question was, why does dad not like to swim? Why doesn't he like the water? Oh. And I am 49 years old, William, and my question was, does dad not like to swim? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was not aware that dad didn't like the water and he didn't like to swim. And my sister has said to me, she goes, well, well you know, on the family holidays when we would go to the beach and he wouldn't come, yeah. like, why did you think that was? He doesn't like the water. And I was like, well, I just assumed he did not like us. Yeah, yeah. And I have been a stand-up comedian for 50 years trying to get approval of a man who just couldn't dog battle. <laughs> so I've written an entire show about that, and that'll be at the Comedy That's Festival good, next isn't year. It? That's something you don't know. I don't mind that. Where do we Where, find him again, Raps? What? Jim couldn't get it out. Question everything. <laughs> Season 3, ABC oh, TV and ABC iView. Will Jim, Anderson. You, you've got to get out of here as quick oh, as possible, mate. Oh, I'm, is, I'm nearly done. I've got about five mate, more shows in me. This what? is bad. Bad for your brand. You have got to get out of here, what mate. What the f*** is ABC Ivy? <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Oh, mate, just sitting here doing a bit of a couple of hours of magic radio. We had some contestants, of course, trying to get to Paul McCartney. Well, they did get to well, they, well, they, yeah, they were They were on there, obviously, competing, mm-hmm. singing, Hey Jude. That's it. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. So... Maddie in the booth picked up on this because he was. He, I know he's been scratching his head thinking, what do I put the idiot song to yes. this weekend? Yep. Ah. But then he thought, you know what? We're doing a Paul McCartney thing here, so I'm going to slide the song in, and I've enjoyed it. Hey, Jude. Jude's in Glenroy, Bill. Hey, Jude. Oh, thanks, Bill. i tell you what, if I had a dollar for every time someone... All right, Jude, just thanks. don't have to say that. Just go, very good one, Bill. That's clever. Witty. Remember to let Inters. Then you can start I t- to make it better. 
Yeah, yeah. I was very influential. Speaking of influential. Anytime you feel the pain, I even heard this in Ivanhoe. <laughs> Ivanhoe. Yeah. Ivanhoe, Jim. No, Get it right. right. Okay, yeah. Has tested positive to drunks. <laughs> oh my god. Hey Jude. Don't make it bad. What secret ingredient do you use in your stuff? Remember to let her under your skin. Australia's first ever Olympic gold oh. medalist. Oh. Olympic gold. <laughs> His favourite emoji was an eggplant that he used to send out, which was quite this interesting. So he what didn't it, actually say the eggplant, though. He said the aubergine. That's what yeah. he calls it. What's aubergine? Oh, what is aubergine? That, that's an eggplant. That'd be an eggplant, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Just say that, old oh, oh, Willie. So, I went and bought some deodorant, Jim. Did you? <laughs> and the lady behind the jump said, do you want ball or aerosol? <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you want ball or ass? Aerosol. Jim. That's aerosol. What aerosol. That's what you Just said. Just under the arm. Do you Jim, want ball or ass? Yes. <laughs> and got thumbs up there and got thumbs up yesterday at the Pink Hill. Tell you what. I'm well done, Judith. Matty. I am Judith had, after Matty's that. had a career best year, and this is on the back of a very good career. Mm. Yes. So that was very well done. There wasn't a lot there, to be honest. There was a lot there. <laughs> no, there wasn't. And that's all brand new. I reckon there's about six different that's things That's all there. brand new. Just that, happened. No, no, no. What about the little... <laughs> <laughs> he makes him up. I think that's Matty in there, and he makes oh, him up. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> Watch Billy's joke. Look at him. Oh, He's now in the fetal position because he knows how appalling that is. <laughs> Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day. <laughs> Get ready to laugh. Any chance of the joke being funny? No. <laughs> or grow. That's truly horrific. This is Billy's joke on Triple M's Rush Hour Sunday session. All right. Thumbs All right. up if it's plastic. Thumbs down if it's rubbish and woolly. Here we go. Stay like that, all right? Here we go. My four-year-old niece, Izzy, said to me the other night, Jim. Yes. Uncle Bill, where does poo come from? Oh, my God. And I wanted to be honest. Yes. So I said, well, it's, it's what you eat, doll. It's waste. You break it down in your guts, and then it comes out as poo. Right. She looked at me perplexed, Jim. Yes. She was dumbfounded. Right. Sat in silence for two minutes. And? Then she asked, what about Tigger? Where does he come from? Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 Yes, Jim, look at him. All right, are we? 
No, no. Or thumbs up. Yes! Oh. I thought you were better than that, Beaconsfield. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. What about the fact that he's called his four-year-old niece Dull? This has been Triple M's Rush Hour Sunday session. The best of JB and Billy. You might get taken off here. If you don't lift. And you can catch the boys anytime by downloading the listener app. How do you spell it? L-I-S-T-N-R. I feel good. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?